All right, this is a story from episode 51, uh, Galones. You know, I've been thinking a lot about gallons. You know, jugs, gallons of milk. You know, sometimes I guess I stopped debating, you know, like half gallon versus gallon. I started saying, no, it's just it's, I'm a half gallon person. Uh, but then they still make it confusing because they say, well, do you, are you a carton person or a jug person? Uh, and I say, de, de, they say, de seriously, tell tell me. And I say, well, beben hacer los cosas. Uh, when I drink, I do things. And when I drink milk, I uh, tend to uh, say, oh, I'm so full, I just drank some milk. Espera, I waited here uh, for, for inspiration to strike. Should I? But I said, I think in a gallon, I'm a jug. In a half gallon, I'm a carton. Uh, depending, uh, in tone says okay, but then here I noticed the, the, the old school glass ones. And I don't know if I ever told you about burn dairy, B-Y-R-N-E, burn dairy. That was the dairy of my youth. Well, the dairy, my, let, let, me, let me, let me, let me, off track already. Uh, by the way, Babendo Bienrato, you're looking good while I'm talking. And I know you're going to wonder, Obsessionado, am I obsessed with burn dairy? Well, with their chocolate milk, I said, no, no, it's a rainbow milk bar. Is that run by burn dairy? I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, Dentro de Poco, shortly after this episode's released, I'm sure I will. You know, uh, Cosa Tarnos, just go to sleep while I talk about this uh, milk, yeah. If you don't mind me, you know, as long as you're not a cow, then you might say, because uh, uh, they regal our own, you know, they gave up their milk to fill our gallons uh, to our gallones. And, you know, que no lo hizo, that did not stop the cows. Uh, yo no me odia, you know, the cows that no longer hate me, I hope, uh, Ahorita, right now I don't live near a dairy or a burn dairy. That's a, that was a retail. They had ice cream there. I actually don't know what else they sold in burn dairy. I, I mean, I think it had, a, you know, other dairy goods, but I just went there for a hard serve, a hard, you know what call it? Soft serve, hard ice cream. What do you call that? Uh, is that what you call it? Hard serve? It's In, in Syracuse, you call it soft serve. That's uh, your frozen yogurt type ice cream. But I can't imagine they call it hard serve. Uh, dentro de poco, you know, hopefully shortly I'll have the answer to that one too. Uh, Calabozo, you know, somewhere in the basement, they might say, well, you belong in the ice cream basement, son. You don't know nothing. And so you have a secret ice cream lab down here? Is this where the hard serve was located? Amplio e que Buena Vista. It's spacious. In a great view, are, are these ice cream churners down here? And the person said, ha, say, falta. They're needless. And I said, uh, me eso. watch me. I'm going to stick my hand in this ice cream batch here. And they said, no, 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 no. Relo uh, Nuevo It's the new watch here. And I said, I'm, I'm confused. And they said, auto estima. And he said, are you talking about self-esteem or ice cream? And I said, whoa, whoa, boy, we're on to something. Self-esteem, self-esteem ice cream. 
Uh, manga, manga, come on, come on, let's go. Uh, Labadero, is it, I think there's a laundry near here. Maybe when I'm thinking about burned area, I picture a, a laundry too. Uh, don't worry, Maneja Sola. I can manage this idea all alone. I don't need your help, I guess, if you're not going to offer it uh, to, to figure out the self-esteem ice cream. Uh, un eminence uh, importantissimo. Your eminence, your importance, or, you know. Are you an ice cream scientist? Oh, of darkness. What does that mean? You're an ice cream scientist of darkness. Like, wouldn't that be self-esteem? Wouldn't that person that believes that sell self-esteem-based ice cream? Or ice cream for your self-esteem? What kind of villain are you? En el medio usted debe saber. Even in middle school, Escuela, you know, you should know that. Uh, Riescos? Uh, no, no, no. There's no risks. If you're a villain, you should be selling... You should, you're saying that you think ice cream causes esteem problems. Well, hmm, that's a good, that's a, yo sinceramente quiero agua, agua de serle, pues star. You know, I sincerely want to thank you for being so honest with me. For a villain, uh, adormos, adoramos uh, reticio. I almost would worship you, and I don't know what reticio means. I'm sorry. Uh, but propios oyo, let the uh, consumer be heard. Uh, let's go upstairs to the ice cream store. Let me just start, sh- you know, shouting and interrupt. No, you want me near, not near your customers. Uh, La Paz Algo, because something happens. Yeah, when I get near customers, they get dissatisfied. It's like a, it's like a, the opposite of charm, I believe, is what we would call it. I'm an un mal papa. I'm a bad potato, for sure. Uh, but pareja a la haber paternidad. Like, uh, I'm the partner to the fatherhood of these evil ice cream ideas. I got a punto de vista. I've got a point of view. And uh, pro vi baracho. You know, I'm a, I could provide, a, a, like, a drunks for you, for, you know, recovered, but... Uh, uh, claro quiere affronto su. Clearly, we we got to face these. Uh, if we're going to use ice cream for evil, we got to get on it. Uh, hemos uh, relajese. You know, we got to rel- We can't relax. Actually, I can't believe I just said that. Uh, Areja, we'll be a couple of uh, ice cream entrepreneurs. Uh, I don't know if I do want to use ice cream for. Maybe I should. Maybe are you my antagonist? Should I be your antagonist? Uh, Puedo de Sir, I can't say I'm gonna use. I can say I'm gonna use ice cream. Ice cream for self. Maybe I could use ice cream for self-esteem. Kind of like a library reading game, you know, where you say, "Hey, there's your ice cream. Good reading. It's self-esteem-based ice cream." Coligo, I could go to schools. Auxilio, help. Uh, maybe, you know, get a little hysteric, uh, you know, it gets the kids hysterically laughing. And maybe, yeah, maybe I could do a, 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 high, a grammar school. Do you think, where do you think my comedy works best? Uh, ice cream education, ice cream and self-esteem. Yeah, maybe I could do that, like uh, Sesame Workshop style. I could be, you know, it could be like a little bit of a mime. I go in, I pretend it was my first day at the ice cream factory. I open up some uh, ice cream containers. 
I say so spetchar, I'll go. I smell a, lot, a rat. Uh, and then I go down in the bodega, the cellar, and I see, you know, a metaphorical version of you, an ice cream villain. And I say, Rasta Tridor, I'm a tracker of uh, ice cream and self-esteem. But, you know, I mean, you know maybe, maybe you should be a self-esteem-based villain. Pusseron esse apparato. They put this device, you are the device. Sweltme burlar de nosotros. You know, and then you go and make fun of us, damage our self-esteem. You know, podamos no se tan bruta. We're not going to, you know, we can't, we, we can, but we don't need to be as crude as you. And first thing you should do is lo siento mujeres. Say sorry to all the women you've offended with your uh, self-esteem-based Damaging. Hacerlo uh, por eso tuvimos. Doing so had, uh, I don't know, uh, yo no fue yo lo salve. I, I was not, I don't think this is the salve we're looking for for self esteem. Uh, this, uh, this, uh, this pitch I'm giving you now. Marcados la oiga. I hear it marked for failure. Sicaro say el gran chef. Uh, you know, it's taken out by the grand chef. Uh, you got any uh, ca- cara tanques, uh, cafeterio, any coffee tank cars? No. What about agara cara tanques, grab tank cars? You don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about how we're going to turn the show around and uh, use ice cream in self-esteem, you know, to, you know, make me money touring grammar schools and high schools at the, uh, you know, they'll call assemblies. Everybody will come and see me perform. Uh, claro, si, como, no. Isn't it clear whether or not I'm going to be able to do that? Uh, uh, melancholico lo tratan, a treat of melancholy. That's, that's how I think I'll start the show. It'll confuse the kids. And then maybe I'll add in Deje yo solos a mi amor, let alone my love of ice cream. And then I'll take a taste of one. Maybe not an ice cream, you're right. Maybe one of those ones that's better for you. But I'll say con calma retroquesco with calm, you know, retroactive stuff. And I say, well, this is more healthy. Sistema ganar poco. My system just gained only a little bit of sugar, you know, sugar problems. Then you could leave the lab and I'd say, para donde va? Where are you going? And you could say back to me, puede ser fincas. It can be farms. I'm going to the farms. And I say, the ice cream farms? I'd say, you know, listen, partner, this is crazy, but hagamos le sueltela. Let's release all the cows. Uh, Bayo Lento, I see you're slow to react. Uh, it looks like you want a maniguera. Hose me down. Uh, but just so you know, if you watch my hips, uh, bascula a la base, they swivel to the base. I'm, I'm just kicking a little bass on for us to dance. This could be part of the show, like me and you dancing with our hips. Kids laugh at that. And then I'll say, Abra La Puerta, let's open the door to self-esteem. Come on in, self-esteem, good to see you. See, watch this. And then, uh, uh, Dos veces propia casa, twice you've owned my home. Uh, 
you know, sometimes a star solas, no es no negociación. Being alone, that's not a good way to negotiate with your self-esteem. You need a friend. Uh, uh, say that with me. Digas eso, kids. You need a friend. Why? Well, uh, hmm. Rahan, I feel like you're keeping me here, kids, for, for an answer, right? You're not going to leave this assembly without a clear answer of how ice cream and self-esteem is. This, See, this is acting, actually, partner. It seems like I'm tr- honestly confused at how I'm going to finish it. Like, hey, kids, I'm not, I know you're not going to let me go without an answer, huh? Insistes proponer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Salvo, except I have a gr- crazy idea. Uh, dime que hago argulo. Tell me I do with pride. Well, kids, you're supposed to say I have a great idea. I'm going to accept uh, el, tra- el trato, accept the treatment that's in this coloring book. The coloring book of self-esteem. And if everyone quietly colors in the... Uh, a four-step program I sold to your principal on uh, building self proper self-esteem. Anote uh, ubique, you know, I'll be able to locate the uh, heladas or whatever, the ice cream. And I'll be forewarned when I was freeing the cows, uh, pasto hacia al fondo. There's going to be some grass at the bottom of your ice cream. Uh, but you got to, got to finish your coloring, but you don't want your coloring book? Okay, well, let me, uh, went, uh, beso. I'm going through the cabinet here. Oh, de duele todo. Everything hurts. Uh, okay, this is where we act out to see if you've learned the lessons. Uh, everything hurts in my esteem. Uh, vacchiato. It feels like it's emptying out. Uh, otro lado. Check my other side. See if I have a drainage board. Oh, they, they, thank you, young man. That's not what self-esteem is. It doesn't drain out of you. Oh, no hay forma. There is no way to lose it. It's always there. I just have to find it. Heredo, it could be injured. Yeah, it feels like this. since the day I was born, it felt, felt that way. You're right. I should uh, collaborate, collaborate with your classmates. Well, do something nice, and then I'll feel good about it. Uh, keep practicing. Oh, wow. Uh, that's good. Uh, Boloqueta Halar. Pull a dump truck. Oh, full of ice cream. That's what I have backing up. Look, it's dumping ice cream because you kids are so good. Hagale, hagale, paras, tras. Ask, ask your principal to have me back, though. Bahaje, Bahase, get off, get off the truck, kids. Just pass the ice cream out. Self-esteem problems are fixed. And ganamos bravo, I have won. Or we have won, see? So we won the, uh, we, we, we saved the, the school's ice cream, self-esteem with ice cream, kind of. We also I charged the principal $4,000. All right, thanks, and uh, see you later. All right, so we're talking episode 51 here. It starts with a dirt bike in the mountains. Like so many great, so many great poets have done Live had the mountains or dirt but You know, how come there's not any dirt bike poets? I think, and I'm not kidding, there probably is some great dirt bike poets. I would love to start a dirt bike, a dirt bike poetry. You know, that, that's the new, what do they call that? It's new school poetry, dirt bike, the dirt bike poets. 
but I can't get, you know, I can obviously clearly feel since back case I can't be near a dirt bike. You know, I barely beach, you know, I have two bikes in my garage that, I, you know, never mind. We can't get to get into my personal problems, but, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I can't handle a dirt bike. Uh, but there's, uh, lots of angles of this kid in a jean jacket on the dirt bike. He's getting ready for a science fair. Also, he had nice layering on. He didn't just have the jean jacket. He had layers to stay, you know, stay comfortable in all temperatures, which when you're in the mountains and the foothills is important. And then the episode opens. It's 9010 gallons, 9010 gallones. And Jose's at their new HQ, uh, the Vamos Pest, uh, or whatever the deconstruction site is. And he comes out with good news for Walt. Now, this was a ma- This was the biggest change I'm aware of so far between the metastasis and Breaking Bad, because this all takes place at the end of the old Breaking. I may have talked about this already, uh, but this is this is starts as the beginning of this episode. It was the end of the last episode of Breaking Bad, and I don't quite know. There's, a, there's beginning to be more and more differences, especially in this episode. Some of them might be budget, and then I'm, I'm like, are some of these cultural differences uh, just of what's acceptable and stuff? But uh, anyway, this is the, the, they're at the new HQ. Jose comes out with good news for Walt, and he's like, uh, who is, what, King? Who is a King? Huh. I don't know what my writing says. Who is King? It looks like, but it's definitely not that. It's K-I-U-Y or K-I-W with a giant uh, thing. I think I'm, I, I write in serif, even though I don't. Uh, I do have a serif, you know, that would be the fun. See, his handwriting is a scribble serif, yeah. I'd like to sans the serif right off of my scribbles. Said, says, says Sally, as she sold sans serif script by the seashore. Just the buy ruined it. But, uh, oh, she he says, oh, this is from last episode. Oh, no, that's what I put. Oh, this is from last episode when he gives Walt his gift, a nice watch. And Walt is uh, goes home, yellow smoking, nonplussed, ignoring him. As Walt tries to make nice, and Walt is, uh, Walt's, Walt walks off, then comes back to say, hey, Sal, check out this watch. The person that gave it to me never liked me. He even points at his head, magic, magimente, magimente, magic mind, I think that means. And Cielo studies him, but she says nothing. And then I noticed, well, this Walt has good, good bedtime habits. 7.38 p.m. he's getting in bed. Un uspedio cree. Oh, U.S. episode ended here. I thought that was Spanish. Us is, is, is U.S. episode ended here. <laughs> oh, boy. And we see Henry. He's in, a, Henry, he's in a new glass office. There's a picture of Henry and Maria. Walt comes in for a visit. Henry's there. He's looking sharp in his suit. Uh, Gomez is in the back. He's back in his fleece vest. And it's weird because Craig Mazin, uh, 
was just talking about this right after I watched this. Uh, like, uh, I was thinking, geez, I, I can't wear a vest. I'm not a vet. Like, I've tried different vests, and I'm not. A, and then Craig was like, I can't wear a vest either. Not to me. Like, I was listening to the podcast. I don't know Craig, but, you know, I, I said, man, I've always. But then I'm always like, well. I don't really have a core temperature problem. I said my arms might get cold. I'd prefer just, I don't know if I'd prefer sleeve only. But yeah, how come they don't have something with sleeves? Like it's like, but you'd need like an exoskeleton. Wouldn't make sense. That's why scoots. Oh, no one would buy scoots. Okay, those are those are good reasons why they don't have that. But yeah, and I was thinking, I said, well, I do still have one vest or I have a jacket with a zip-offs and it's for carrying like equipment, like uh, recording stuff or whatever. So maybe I'll wear, I don't think I'll wear that though, because it does, because I'm just not a vest person. I, I would get, I get too, a vest is like too, you say, no, 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 I, I, get, I get my shirt off. I try to take my shirt off. I mean, maybe I could go like that, shirtless with a vest. You know, right back to the to where, and then get some. And I'll get some orange popsicle stains on me, and I'll be right back in my childhood. So I guess I could do that. Vest, no shirt, wouldn't be zipped up, wouldn't be anything. You know, say, oh boy, that guy used to have a sleep podcast. Yeah, that one in the uh, puffy vest with no shirt. What are those stains on him? Hey, you know those jugs of drink? He became obsessed with those from his podcast, the ones that taste like popsicles. So probably those. It's probably stink because he has a drinking problem. You know, both kinds. Anyway, back to the episode here. Welcomes for a visit. Henry Sharp in a suit. Gomez has the fleece vest on. Henry checks out Walt's uh, super expensive watch. He's like, oh, new car, new watch. He goes, uh, this is an esteem issue, Walt. I think that's what he said. And he says, sit down. And he says, how's Cielo doing? And Walt starts with the BS. And uh, they talk about food or a fancy dinner. I couldn't figure that out. And then Walt says, Henry, I think you should keep the kids for a while. And Henry's like, fine, bro, we're brothers, we're hermanos, you know, so don't worry. And then Walt gets very emotional with a question for Henry. And he says it, and then he says, will it be okay? And then Henry says, Walter, what else is it? What else is there? You know, I said, whatever that is, K-Pass or something, is there something else? A KD say maybe, he says, you can tell me, Digame, you know. And Walt breaks down to tell him, but I question mark, I couldn't have figured out what. And then Henry's still trying to find a solution, and then he's trying to, uh, you know, pick Walt back up. He's like, you've been really through it, man. And then he's like, uh, at first I thought he was going to call someone for Walt, but then Walt's too broken up. So Henry says, uh, he leaves the office, uh, and then there's a close-up of Walt puts on his Heisenberg face. And then he bugs Henry's computer and his picture. And then Henry comes back with coffee. And then we see Lydia's in a meeting with Walt and Jose and Mario. Mario's like, look at me, tell me. And he says, I want you to call Henry and read this script, Henry Navarro. And then they put about what question mark. And then something excuse about a connection 
And then we hear Henry and uh, uh, Gomez talking after the call. And Lydia doesn't like it. She shouts. And then those three try to come up with a plan. Uh, but Lydia's like totally messing them up. And then she's still resistant to giving something up, like a, uh, something, plan or something. And then Walt comes up, he talks to her alone, and they come up with, like, uh, getting those stuff right at the methylene, right out of a tanker. But there's lots of challenges, but then they're like, let's do it. Then we have Henry with Walt's babies, like, bouncing the babies, trying to teach the baby how to say anti-narcoticos. Uh, so he just keeps repeating anti-narcoticos to the baby. Also notice that the head of their, they have a big kitchen table or dining room table. They have like a bench, like kind of piano bench, uh, instead of chairs at the head of their table, but chairs on the body of their table, uh, which I thought was interesting. Uh, we have, we, 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 like, I had eight kids, you know, six kids and two parents at my house. So we had benches that we sat on at our kitchen table, um, Head of the table, piano stool bench at the head of the table. They're feeding the baby. They're worried about Junior. They're telling him, don't worry, pizza and movies tonight. And Junior had a sweet shirt on. It said, I'm a rebel, and that's my mission. That was what said on his T-shirt. I'm a rebel, and that's my mission. Uh, then we have Walt, uh, Mario, and Junior, or Jose, still working on a plan, arguing. Jose stuck playing peacemaker and reason and voice of reason. And then they're out on a trail with like a measuring wheel. It was very bit where I live, the scrub there, uh, in the, uh, it was very Bay area looking and they measure up a hill and then they find a spot in the middle of the hill and they're moving rocks and they're filling barrels. And what does that say? Cotarones, something containers maybe and they're using one of the the young guys from the company to help and they're talking about uh uh water clear like water uh then jose's trying to be clear uh, to the young man and walt's demanding jose respect for jose saying hey say si senor when you talk to jose and next scene we have walt and uh like, Cielo's trying to get Junior to open his door, and uh, then Walt's there. And he's trying to get Junior to open his door, and Junior and Walt go back and forth, and Junior begs to be able to stay. stay let me stay at this house, Pa. But Walt won't back down. He's, like, kind of furious. And uh, uh, Walt and Cielo talk about a spousa, a spousa, no spousa, wife or no wife, uh, me, triple question mark. Uh, they talk for a while, and then Cielo notices his dirty boots, and that gives her an idea, double question mark. Uh, then we see Lydia. She's at home on a laptop. She calls someone with some information. Then it's the daytime. Walt's on a giant rock guarding a dump truck, or no, guiding a junk dump truck. And a motocross bike, a BMX, you know, dirt bike. Uh, 
And well, it's all listo, all listo. And then the trucks come and they're blocked. The, 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 the methylamine trucks come, they're blocked in. And Jose and the kid are like spinning into action. And the Bill Burr character creates a distraction. Uh, then it starts to flow the methylamine. And then more people come to help. Uh, Walt wants to overstay as well. Mario wants to go, of course. Then more help comes like, uh, and the tr- then the trucks, it was kind of comical a little bit because the help comes and then the trucks don't like the attitude of the people that came to help. Uh, yeah, they just don't like the idea of the people that are there to help. So they're like, hit the road. They send them away, the professional helpers. And then, uh, they come up with a new plan to help move the truck and help the BMX bike. And Walt's still stretching it out. And then finally, like, he stretched it out so long the trucks start moving. Jose's got to jump off the truck. And then they, they gather their, you know, they have the mess with me and they have everything they want. Uh, and he's wondering, geez, what, what does this all mean? And that's the end of the episode. All right, so we're talking season five, episode five, uh, Sleeping Freight. Uh, starts in the desert with mountains in the background. There's some grass, there's some scrub. And there's a kid on a dirt bike. It's a DOT, he's wearing a DOT helmet, uh, built, B-I-L-T, it's a brand of the helmet. He's out searching for pets, and uh, then he, put, he finds a pet, puts his helmet back on, and he's kind of, uh, can't read this word either. Just, uh, slowly. Oh, puts his helmet back on very slowly. And just like a little bit of a nice language of a scene. And then we hear a train whistle in the background. And then the episode opens. Hank's in his new office. He's, uh, uh picks uh, Steve, uh, something with Steve. And welcomes in. Yeah, yes, he says, hey, Steve, you mind if I see Hank alone? And Hank's like, hey, man, what's up with that watch? And he goes, is that a birthday present? Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, kind. I bought it for myself, kind of. Uh, Hank's like, huh, new car, new watch, good for you. You know, you deserve a treat with everything. But he says, as long as you got the money to spend, uh, you know, the cabinet says, you know, the geez. And he goes, so what's up with Skyler? And uh, Walt's like, well, she went to work. You know, I got somebody at work keeping an eye on her. He goes, uh, Mariano was that person's name. He goes, yeah, we're going to talk to a shrink, you know, because, uh, you know, Marie loves Dave. And they're like, yeah, we found somebody, some dude Peter out in Rio, Ran- Rio Rancho. Top notch. And Hank's like, that's great. You know, don't want something to fester. And he's like, thanks for watching the kids. He's like, don't worry, you know, great kids. You, you, we got to take care of you. And uh, then Walt says, uh, well, I guess something. Is there something else or something? Walt gets very emotional. And he says, she says, Skyler says, I'm a bad influence, bad dad. And Hank's a very good uh, He's a great listener. He says, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I know you have your issues, but he goes, uh, I'm not a parenting expert, but, you know, I don't see that. So 
He goes, you know, and you've been through a lot. That's an inspiration to me. He goes, uh, we've all made mistakes. Walt says, you know, I made mistakes. Walt gets really upset. So Hank's like, let me get you some coffee. It's funny because, like, if you watch this scene, Walt's actually kind of being honest. Uh, but also, like, is he being honest or manipulative? And then Walt plants the bugs. Bugs Hank's office and his computer. And then Hank comes back and he says, It's always darkest before the dawn. Foreshadowing. Uh, I think he means it could get darker before the dawn. Uh, then we have Lydia. She's meeting with Mike, Walt, and Jesse. And they're still trying to figure out if Lydia planted that thing on the methylamine barrel. So Mike's like, here's your script. Study it. In 30 seconds, I'm going to call. Mike's all business in this one. He goes, you're going to call Hank, and you're going to talk to him. And, you're gonna, you know, you're going to do your best job, period. Uh, uh, end of story. I'm expecting precision here. And he says, okay, Lydia, if you ever need to give the performance of a lifetime, it's now. And Lydia's good. Uh, she says, Lydia Rodart Quayle calling for Agent Schrader. And she goes, hey, I found this device on the methylamine. Uh, it's weird. Uh, some sort of something. She goes, should I leave it there or what should I do? And Hank's like, hmm, uh, good question. Let me get back to you. And then we notice they have the office tapped, so they say, uh, uh, you know, then Gomez goes into the office and Hank says, hey, uh, Steve, we got a bug there? And they go, no. And Lydia's like, well, I didn't plan it. Uh, And they're like, Jesus, what are we going to do? And then they're like, well, the warehouse is out, you know. Because uh, Hank's going to go look after it, and, you know, he goes, we're toast. Uh, and then Walt's like, well, let's keep listening. Or maybe uh, Mike says that, uh, so we can maybe we'll go there and get the barrels first. And Walt's like, well, that's not really going to solve anything. And then Lydia's like, geez, and they're like, well, should we believe her or should we, should we do? And Walt's like, no. And then Hank's like, hey, call the... Uh, Call Houston office and they say, hey, did you put something on a barrel of methylamine? And the other office is like, yeah. And they're like, well, why didn't you put it on the inside? And they're like, well, we, you know, it was on the bottom. And they're like, uh, oh. And then they're like, so then they got the phone, they're like, man, like, uh, what are we going to do now? And they're going back and forth uh, talking about, uh, it's, it's around 16 minutes, and uh, finally Lydia said, who said any?" she says, I can help you, but she said, who said anything about barrels? I'm talking about oceans of this stuff. And all three of them give her this awesome look at uh, it's 16 uh, minutes. Uh, and then Mike and Jesse are alone, and Jesse's like, trust him, you know, about Walt, Walt and Lydia are, uh, having a meeting and Walt's sitting cross-legged. He promises Lydia uh, that she she can trust him. And Walt's really good in the scene. Because uh, Walt goes, he goes, she's like, she wants all these promises. And Walt, she says, how can I trust you? And Walt says, look, you're a smart uh, person. You understand uh, the con- concept of uh, leverage. 
And she goes, blah, blah, blah. Walt goes, you have none. And totally freezes her out. And he's like, well, you know, you see, so you got to earn our trust. But then Walt gets the information about Mike and his guys from her that he didn't know. And she even compliments him. Oh, maybe you're the master chemist everybody's talking about. Uh, then they make a plan. They're like, okay, 24,000 gallons every Wednesday on this freight train. Coming from China. You know, it stops at this rail house, goes through this dead zone where you could, in McKinley County, where you could take the methylamine off. And Mike's like, you can't just take stuff off a train. And they're like, we'll, we'll figure out a way to do it. You know, it's out there in the dead. You know, there's no cell phone service, no nothing out there. And even Lydia's like, I expect to be paid, you know. And then we have uh, Hank and uh, Marie and the baby saying to the baby, can you say ASAC, ASAC? Yeah, there's a purple shag rug in there, purple zebra print on the chairs. And they're talking about the baby and Junior. And Junior, like Emo McGee, they call him. And Junior, he's freezing them out. Uh, and then we have Mike, Walt, and Hank trying to come up with a plan to get this stuff off the train. Mike doesn't want to do it. They're weighing the pros and the cons. Uh and then Walt's like, what about these guys? And Mike's like, you broke it, you pay for it. And then it was very classical. Like, while both daddies are arguing, uh, Jesse's sitting there in the background trying to figure stuff out. And he's, like, slowly playing with his straw, straw there. And uh, why did he put D in question marks? I don't know. Or quotations. But Jesse says... Uh, you know, what if we could take uh, everything off the train without getting in any trouble? And Mike and Walt just look at Jesse like, wow. Like, it was a wow look. Uh, then we have Walt dressed as Heisenberg. He's looking around, and he's like, maybe, just maybe. And they're measuring, and it's perfect. They're bearing water tanks. They're filling water tanks, uh, one with water. They're talking to Todd. They kind of go over the top uh, with their bragging. You know, because they're talking about how Jesse figured it all out and the weight of water and how to be watered down so they'll never know. And once they figure it out, they'll just think that they got shorted. And Walt's well, like, just like it is that now they're like, well, they just blame China for that. And uh, this is like a curse, actually. And it ends up, Todd's like, you guys thought of everything. And there's just great please looks on Walt and Jesse's faces. Uh, then we have Walt going to the house, and Flynn won't open the door for Skyler. And Walt tries. Uh, she's like, Flynn, open the door. Come on, talk to me. He's like, I'm staying. And Walt's like, what's going on? Skyler's like, well, you got what you wanted. And then Walt's like, and this was like reminded me of being, I think I've said this, uh, this was like a parenting, archetypal parenting moment. First he says, I'm not going to ask twice. I don't know, I haven't said that too many times, but he goes, what? And then Junior's like, am I not allowed to be in my own house? 
And they're like, we love you. This is for you. And he goes, I want this to be explained to me. And they're like, well, I'm not going to explain to you. I'm your father, you know. And then this one I use, I say this all the time. There's not going to be a debate. I say it when I'm working with kids and to my own kid. This isn't going to, this isn't a debate. Uh, uh, so Walt says that this isn't going to be a debate. And Junior's like, I'm a, I want a good reason. They're like, we're your parents. There's your reason. Now be quiet. Do as I ask. And we have Walt and Skyler. This was a classic, classic scene. Uh, and Skyler says, uh, I'm not going to change my Walt mind about you, Walt, ever. And Walt's like, well, I don't accept that. He goes, you're my wife. She goes, yeah, right. Uh, and she goes, if I'm stuck here with you, you know, I got to take care of your money and your secrets and stuff. But the kids are staying with Hank and Marie. Walt's like, do you know I'm Heisenberg? This is totally, uh, he goes, uh, she goes, you're always bragging on that. It's like, it's a good thing. And this is good because she's like making a deal with him and she's like telling, she's being the truth teller. And she goes, there's nothing you're going to convince me of. Uh, She goes, but if you can agree that children... You know, what, stay with Hank and Marie. I'll do, you know, I'll be whatever business partner you want me to be. And then Walt says, by the way, you're visiting with Peter, made up last name from Rio Rancho. And then she sees Walt's uh, dress, like, is how dirty she is. What are you doing? She's like, what have you been doing out there? Walt's like, take it, you're getting, getting, catching trains. Also, when she said she made him the deal, Walt was, like, speechless for a few minutes, kind of, like, looking around. And then they say that. And then Skyler has, like, a soft, like, a soft, thoughtful smoke at the end of the scene. And then we're at Lydia's, like, ultra-modern luxury house. Luxury on a laptop, that's what I put. And she calls Mike. It's late at night. She says, you know, we're on. And we see Walt's back. And then Jesse's like, okay, Mr. White, everything is set. And everything goes into plan. Bill Burr is excellent in this uh, scene. He's driving a dump truck. And there's a lot of shots of the train, and the train stops to talk to Bill Burr. Jesse, Walt, and Todd are under a trestle. Bill Burr has a couple of good engineering jokes. He says, geez, uh, they go, well, I don't know. He goes, do you guys know anything about engines? Of course you do. That's why they call you an engineer. I think he hit one other one, too, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, then the methylene starts to flow, but of course, Wall wants to stay too long. And someone comes and helps get Bill Burr out of the way. And Walt's like pushing and pushing and pushing, almost too long. They just barely get away with the heist, and Walt's laughing and Jesse and everybody's so happy, but it's like, oh, wait a second, this isn't the, uh, you know, you can't just steal methylamine from a train, it's, you know, and then the episode comes to a close.